has mentioned a few moments ago, we are hearing this week and the first couple days of next week from the oldest book of the New Testament, which is the, Paul's first letter to the Thessalonians. We believe this was probably written about 20 years after the resurrection. And um, today we're hearing the opening greeting, but the greetings of Paul's letters always have a lot of theology hidden in them. In, he doesn't just say hi. Um, and he really touches on some themes here. So um, listen to these words of welcome, the oldest words that we have recorded of Christians talking about how they relate to one another. It's interesting con to contrast St. Paul talking about Christian community and building one another up and Jesus condemning the Pharisees for apparently he's accusing them of exercising their authority in a way that actually is preventing people from coming to know God. How did the community of Thessalonica survive? According to the Acts of the Apostles, which were not sure if Luke had all the details, right? But he says that St. Paul only spent three weeks in this city before moving on or before being run out of town. But yet, this is a community that apparently endured. This letter is written quite a while after Paul has been there. But in this greeting, these first ten verses, Paul speaks about a lot of things about how this community relates to one another and to him and the other leaders, Salvanus and Timothy. He talks about these other leaders as he mentions them in his greeting. He mentions how he continues to pray for the Thessalonians. He talks of the Thessalonians' works of faith and love, of their hope. He speaks of a humility with respect to them understanding that the word of God is working through them, as well as the Holy Spirit. Paul speaks of the, how the Thessalonians have his example of how to live, and others' people's examples. But then he speaks of how the example of the Thessalonians themselves are really reaching out and influencing people all throughout this region of Greece. Last night at our graduate students and young professionals group, we talked for a while about the intentions when we do good deeds. What if you're doing good deeds just because it will give you great reward in heaven? Caring for the poor. And we got into a discussion about it's okay to do the right thing even if we have mixed motivations because God will work with that. Evan, the one focus missionary not here right now, talked about the fact that there have been many times in the history of focus that people have gone to conferences and meetings because of a cute girl who was also going and the guy wanted to spend time with her. But somehow, God used that to bring that person closer to God. So do we condemn the original motivation? Paul talks a lot in this letter of being imitators. He asks people to imitate his example. We are called to do the good, 
no matter why we're doing the good. And so if it's just imitating somebody because we don't have a better internal motivation, God can still work with that. And if we continue in our limited, limping ways to become disciples, we will be made purer in the refiner's fire until we are like the Thessalonians, who by their example are bringing other people to Christ.